0: We are Sarah and Laura. We are doulas, mothers, women, wives, and entrepreneurs. We love a lot of things. The gym, food, coffee, health, kombucha, our families, and our friends. We are so committed to being authentic, honest, and vulnerable and showing up
1: here just the way we are. We promise to never positive wash anything, but please know that we are wholeheartedly committed to radically thriving. With this podcast, we hope to connect on a deeper level and talk about hard stuff. Ultimately, we want women and mothers to know deeply who they are and what makes them feel happy. Whether you're getting into a bath or taking us on a walk with you, or maybe you're commuting to work, we are honored that you chose our podcast to listen to. Let's make a podcast without any plan.
0: (laughs) I love when we have no prep. It's like literally the challenge of a lifetime for me.
1: Zero prep. We just realized we need to record a podcast for Monday. Is this what people are here for? They're just here for our riffing. We are marinating in the mediocre today. That's our saying for today. So we recorded a podcast earlier with the fabulous. Is this microphone even in the right place?
0: Is it even on? Shannon from <laughs> yes, Squamish. I think it's working. She is a coach, and her podcast is called From Martyr to Mat Martyrdom to Magic. Yeah, Martyr to Magic. Oh, I love that as a title. And I feel like for us, where we ended with her is that um, for us, like going from being a martyr to being magic is about marinating in the messy middle, Mm -hmm. right? Just about about the gray area. Yeah. Like just showing up. Every day, like Brandon and I were talking about this this morning. We have this idea. Parents even say this to us. I don't care about your grades as long as you try your best. But why is there so much emphasis on trying your best? What does
1: that look like? What is that costing you? Yeah, I don't know. See, but this is intriguing because it's one of the four agreements is to always do your best. But I think that what we define as our best is different. I think that we're actually choosing someone else's best as our best. Yes. So if I'm trying my best at motherhood... I may be looking at Instagram, Pinterest, and being like, "If I'm not making cupcakes from scratch for my kid's birthday, I'm not doing my best." Nope, doing my best is buying a McCain cake. Mm.
0: So, what is doing your best then? Like to me, it's it's about how can we make sure everyone is thriving, mm-hmm. um, and that I'm not a self-sacrificial martyr who's now grumpy. I found myself doing this the other day when I was like, okay, I told the kids I'm going to take them to Sky Zone. Mm. I also would like to go to the gym and I actually need a nap because I was at a postpartum until midnight last night. And then I was up at 4.30 in the morning. What um, did you do? So I went for the nap. I compromised, Mm -hmm. right? I guess it was the gray. I had the nap. I acknowledged that I'd been to the gym on Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So then I didn't want to go to Sky Zone. It's so loud in there. I took the kids for a bike ride and my husband went and worked out. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. That was your best that day. It was. You know how like we've seen this quote going around that like you want to be around the people who ask, who ask, how are you?
0: Mm. Like emphasis how on are the you? R.
1: Yeah. That's the do your best. Mm. Not oh. do not do Karen down the streets best. Yeah. Your best. Okay. What's the four agreements? Okay, I'm gonna Google it to make sure I don't mess it up. So number one, my favorite one is don't make assumptions. Is this a book? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah, this so is like my very favorite self help book.
0: Oh, I okay. Read
1: that. So always, always do your best is one. Don't take anything personally is another. Be impeccable with your word. My phone is frozen is the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Please hold the four agreements. Do, 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 do. I'm obsessed with the assumptions one and the don't take anything personal one. Okay. Um, yeah. Always do your best. Don't make assumptions. Don't take anything personally. Be impeccable with your word.
0: Okay. I feel like I'm going to need more elaboration on that. Okay.
1: So be impeccable with your word means don't let anything come out of your mouth that you don't agree with. So that includes words to yourself. So you need to be very crystal clear on what you are saying and what you are putting out into the world. So you can apply that to gossip. You can apply that to self-talk. You can apply that to getting in a conversation with family. And like, you know, when you just get wrapped up in people talking about a situation and you say things to kind of fit in, that's what it's talking about. Stop doing that stuff. So I feel like in COVID, that's impossible. It is impossible to be impeccable with your word about COVID because we have to fall into a box
0: well I feel like in being sensitive to someone who is um very pro masking you are going to wear a mask and shut up about it and then but you're to, shutting up about it oh, okay. so you are being impeccable with your word okay fair and then to someone who says you know maybe they don't think it's a great idea for children to be wearing them mm-hmm. then you are also maybe agreeing with them
1: yeah okay Got it. Okay. So that's the first one. Okay. So that's the first one. Um, don't make assumptions. Yeah. Huge. That is huge. It's applicable to 99% of situations. So my favorite thing that I would have happen at the gym with certain people who were around there all the time is that somebody would come in and be like, Oh, that person must be mad at me today because they didn't say hi to me when I walked into the gym. Like, okay, so caveat, we work out at a CrossFit
0: gym. Yeah. This is not like good life where you assume people say hi to you. Our gym is very social, yeah. it's very small, it's a big community.
1: So somebody's got headphones on, maybe they're in their luteal phase, <laughs> and maybe they're not feeling super social that day. Has nothing to do with you, but now this person, let's let's name them George. George is now spiraling out of control that they've done something to make someone else mad. Based purely on assumptions.
0: You literally do this every time I'm PMSing. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, oh my goodness, so now so-and-so
1: hates me. Oh, and women go through it, (laughs) like, I go through it with Ryan all the time where I'm like, okay, he was rubbing his penis on me this morning (laughs) thinking it was really funny, and I was rude to him, and then he left, and then he wanted to divorce me. Like... assumptions (laughs) he probably left to go get an ice cap and is probably not mad right now that's wild he
0: just heard you record
1: that no it's not him messaging me it's just clients (laughs) like did you actually just say that I hope that he doesn't listen to our podcast
0: (laughs) yeah then I'll be running marriage intervention
1: yeah okay so then don't take anything personally is so closely related to don't make assumptions right so when it's not you, about you, it's not about you, it's their behavior, it's never about you. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I like that one in relation to, um, everyone is thinking about themselves 99% of the time. Yeah. So when you're like, oh, so-and-so is thinking this about me, you're like, no, they're actually just thinking about themselves. Yeah. They are yeah. not thinking about you in the nicest way possible. Yes, totally. Yeah. And I love the, um, uh, everyone else, whatever, what is it? It's none of your business.
1: Yeah, whatever, what what other people think of you is none of your business. Yes. So I, this is something that I've gotten crystal clear on being someone who has a lot of girlfriends is that I'm not naive. Mm. People talk about other people. Mm-hmm. It is not malicious. Mm. There's times in high school where it is. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you're not a great person, sure. But... Your opinion of me, what you say about me has nothing to do with me. And what you say behind my back actually doesn't affect me at all. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I know that I talk about situations with friends in order to get clarity on them or work through something to help find my own perspective on it, to become a better friend, to become a better person. So my mom used to say, like, have a major red flag about anybody who's coming to you and telling you that somebody said something about you, because that says more about the person who's coming to you to tattle than it does about the person who was talking. Okay, your upbringing's not
0: even fair right I now. Know. Okay, this unicornness and is just I miss making me whine. But it's
1: huge. No, it's... it's
0: amazing. Like I, I grew up in thinking that it's normal to get in the vehicle after you've been with people. And to immediately debrief it in a negative way. Yeah. And for it to be like, can you believe so-and-so? Oh, this. Yeah, but I didn't like this. And it's been, like, revolutionary to me. I remember going to a wedding, and we were leaving the prep space. And it was pretty high stress. Mm-hmm. And we got in the vehicle, and it was immediately like, can you believe Aunt so-and-so stopped to help out? That was so beautiful and nice of her. And then it was like, oh, I'm so glad this happened. And they literally focused on um, all the positives. And I, and I get that, like... That can have some positive washing problems, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to make everything positive that is not, especially in the realm of work we work in. like let's call a, yeah. spade a spade, right? But it was just such a choice to focus on the things that went well and that the things that people did that were great. And I'm like, that is not how that's such a challenge for me. It's not how I grew up. Yeah, and I also to totally reframe that, like, I want leveled up female relationships. Yes. I don't want my connection to, to you
1: being yes. with,
0: about what I need to say about other women.
1: Yes. And that's another good one is my friendship with you has nothing to do with your friendship with anybody else. No. you. There's no rule that like you have a friendship tank that only has 10 levels in it and that if I'm getting your level 10 that somebody else also can't get your level 10 friendship. Yeah, it's true. And level 10 looks
0: different for each person. I mean, yeah. you take up the most of my hours.
1: Yes, you take up the most of my hours too. There's not <laughs> another one of my friends right now who gets a full day a No, week. I don't have enough w- more women hours for that because um, then my husband actually might divorce me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's true. You get the most amount of my hours. <laughs> Sorry, other friends. <laughs> Kim, okay, what's the last one? Is that the all? Um, always do your best. Did we talk about that one? No.
0: Well, we kind of touched it yeah. about in the beginning before you looked it up. Okay. But yeah, always do your best. My best. Okay. So I guess where we were talking about this this morning is like, so a while ago, my son just went and poured himself a bath and I was yes. like so happy about that, that. He just recognized what he needed in the moment and just went and laid there by himself. I think we even had people over. He was just peopled out yeah. and he just was like, I'm just going to zone out. And I went and checked on him and he's like... He didn't have the bath that deep, but deep enough deep enough that he could put his ears under, mm. and he was just, like, checked out, right? Yeah. He was just taking some time. And I was like, wow. Like, he didn't do um, – so I think what you would say in a scenario like that, if someone said to you, just do your best. What do your best would mean is bury your feelings, yeah. keep showing up yeah. for your friends, keep going on, and then fall apart after they leave. Yeah. And instead – His best for himself was to take a a a pause. Take a break. Yeah, and to just go check out for a bit and then come back. And I am terrible at this. Like, I'm getting better. But when I have, like, friends over for the weekend, I have the hardest time not being on for 48 hours Mm -hmm. instead of being like, you know what, I'm going to go to the
1: gym. Yeah.
0: or It's hard when
1: you're an extrovert, too, and you put that pressure on yourself. Like, I should be able to be high energy and hosting the whole time. It's true. But I've been on enough girls trips That we've all learned that, like, there are people that I travel with that they need to take a nap. Yeah. Like, every other day where I'm like, I am not napping. Yeah. But what I do need probably is a walk. Right. Or we've had a friend when we were in LA, she was, she had just had a baby. She was having some marriage troubles. We didn't know that she was going to leave her husband eventually, but she, we went out for dinner. We were all going to the bar and she said, you know what? I'm going to go home and take a bath and enjoy the empty house. And she went home to the to the house and took a bath. And Laura, I don't know, early 20s Laura would have been like, lame. Right. Like, don't do that. That's so dumb. And then we employed the rule of group travel, one of our rules of group travel, which is what's fun for one isn't fun for everyone.
0: I love that. And do you feel like it's easier than when you're on a trip where you're all expecting you'll get something out of it? Whereas if I have a family over to my house and I feel like... I'm better now at outsourcing like a couple meals. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, can you bring lunch and we'll do dinner out. Yes. And then I'm only responsible for like breakfast and then lunch the next day. But for things like managing everyone's entertainment, I'm like, hey, what are the kids going to do? What are we going to do? Lot. And, you know, making sure that I have some downtime in there. And then also acknowledging that my husband actually isn't an extrovert so mm-hmm. as much as he loves having people over and he loves entertaining then maybe we need to schedule in there like let's just watch a movie together yes. and like make chill it chill time more chill low-key. time
1: so is this what we're talking about today i was going to say we should talk about enneagrams but oh we just filled some time yeah with the agreements who's the author of that uh don miguel riez or
0: something
1: like that cool. i will uh, link it in the show notes if i remember to do that what's your favorite self-help book Um, I don't know,
0: but the one that has been fresh again for me right now is about, is the self-compassion by Kristen Neff. Was that one a journal? Was that a, don't you have a
1: workbook? You have a self-compassion workbook?
0: If I do, I've never opened it. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I think there is a workbook. I feel like you've wrote some pages in it because I remember you storying it. Oh, I do have The Mindful Way Through Depression. Oh, maybe that was the one you were working on. Yeah, that one is a workbook. But there is a a self-compassion one. Oh, maybe I just just bought it and then
1: I'm going to go check that out tonight.
0: (laughs) I'm not the only one
1: with unread books. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Why does buying a book just feel good enough?
0: I have three Seth Godin books from the library right now. Yes, you do. Um... I'm halfway through one, and I regret to inform you that I'll probably return the other two unread. Is it a bit dry? Well, a little bit, um, yeah. but also I am really excited to read the something about the women running with wolves. Oh, I have that one. I haven't read what? it. what? Oh, okay. And I'm also number um twelve on the wait list for the holistic psychologist book. Right. Um, something about. Our I'm w- probably our gonna to buy heat. it before you get it from the library. Let's be honest. I just I don't know. I'm try to be a minimalist in some areas of my life and books are one of them, I don't know.
1: Some- Although they
0: all are beautiful. Why are your dogs going mental? Someone rang the doorbell. Oh, maybe it's my Lululemon pants. Oh, they're already here. They're
1: here. <gasps> I know what it is.
0: Hip pause. Okay, we're gonna have to end this. What? <laughs> I know what
1: it is. Okay. We're okay, like, sorry oh, about that. We're a little all worked up now. We just got a flower delivery at the door. That's why your dogs are going crazy. I know. And we just sat here and listened to Moxie bark for two minutes and then finally went to the door. <laughs> and I even knew because I got a phone call while I was on the toilet <laughs> and saying, will you guys be home? Um, There's a flower delivery
0: coming. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to keep it a secret.
1: On our cute little postpartum doula, Ashley
0: spoiled us. She sent us already um, cheese and like charcuterie today from the ace Yeah. And then now she just flowers two hours later.
1: My heart's so swollen with happiness. I know my ears and my yeah. cheeks kind of hurt from like my head from smiling. Yeah. Oh, it's and she so good. Has no idea how much our souls needed
0: this this week. Oh my goodness. It's doula week, but it's also been like a week. It's been a week.
1: Yeah. <sighs> this feels good. Feels so loved. We want to run a business where the people we work with feel happy and celebrated and where we can feel happy celebrating ourselves and other people. And to see our little baby doulas doing the same thing already for us oh, is my so goodness. nice. Yeah, like it, this just feels like, oh, this feels like thriving. Yeah, this feels like thriving today, oh, even so in good. my luteal phase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't even remember what we were talking about. My favorite book. Oh, yeah. So that's that right now. That's that. But you want to talk about enneagrams? Yeah, I did. I wanted to talk about enneagrams because we haven't done it yet. And when we oh. have Lindsay on, we're probably going to talk about human design. True enough. True enough. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> you know how many reels we watch? <laughs> the me- That many that we uh, repeat reels all the we time. We talk in reels now. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Let's celebrate our reel right now. Our reel is at 550,000... views.
0: To the point where people are actually talking about it in real life now. It's Which crazy. is amazing. People are like, oh, you're real so good. Yeah. And it's-, it's like blown up our followers, which is fun for us because we are doing online courses and it's going to help us
1: grow. Yeah. So if you are a new listener to our podcast... Welcome. (laughs) Go back and listen to the very first episode, the teaser episode, because that's where we actually talk about ourselves and give you, like, a Cole's notes. Oh, you mean, like, people are new because they found us because of our real? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They might exist. It's true. Hi, new people. And, yeah, we usually
1: have a few more things planned to talk about than today, but not today. No, not today. We we were a little uh, emotionally exhausted, I think. Uh Uh-huh. The beginning of this week yeah it's true oh but uh, my tank's starting to feel full again i mean a lot of that's uterine blood but
0: <laughs> so much
1: i thought you're gonna say a lot of that's you Sarah. i just a lot love of it's you being too. with you and
0: I do. spending time and eating cheese
1: eating cheese thanks on- for the cheese actually <laughs> Oh, I have mini eggs for us to eat. Yes! Let's sit outside and eat mini eggs after this and not record
0: anything. I literally said to you last night, I did not eat a vegetable yesterday. So my goal for today was to eat a vegetable. You did. I did.
1: We were doing a reel about (laughs) fiber, so I jammed half a pepper and a cucumber in my mouth. And what did I put in my mouth? Um... A tablespoon of butter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a tablespoon of grass-fed butter you just get it off probably two dollars worth of butter no kidding right those things are like 15 bucks I and then you gave it to it your dog to, and i fed it to indy Indy's... he's gonna have a glowing coat he's oh, gonna be so healthy yeah
0: so neogram which one quiz me which one do you want to know about one two three, i four, just want to know seven, about nine. yours and what ah. you feel
1: about it okay fine um, I'm an Enneagram 7, wing 8. Why well, don't, okay, I'm going to read you, because I would, okay, talk for a minute about it, and then I'm going to read you some characteristics. And okay, let so. Let me know if you agree.
0: There are nine Enneagrams. Um, you have a predominant number. Your wing is on either side of your number. It would be the next highest number that you got that's closest, or straddles either side of your number. Um, so predominantly. A 7. I'm a 7. A wing, wing 8. eight. And it tells you kind of what your desires are, what your fears are. And you will know if it's right by looking up hashtag your Enneagram and then finding if you resonate. If, if you resonate with 80% of the things that's posted about it, you're, you probably got the right one. I just... <laughs>
1: There's this meme. It says, when your friend asks if you're going to get them a, gri- a gift for Christmas, and there's a picture of a dog saying, I am the gift. That's Sarah today, <laughs> literally right now. She's right like, now. She's like, were you so excited to hang out with me? <laughs> I know. So I think I'm the gift,
0: like, <laughs> yes. two weeks of the month. So yeah. here's the thing. In my, like, ovulation time, I am a true you are the gift. Enneagram 7. Yes, you are. And then when I'm bleeding, I Very am... Right. Oh, yeah, an 8, but also... But then that makes it sound like 8s are negative. 8s are controlling. Um, and that can be yeah. a great thing. You yeah. control their environment, but it's more like um, you can have a when a seven descends, they can descend into like the bad behavior of a one, mm. and they can ascend to the good behavior of a four. Okay, you have a triad. I so I go to an eight in stress, but it would be the, the bad, bad traits parts of an eight. Of an eight. Yes, because like the bad traits of a seven. Um, I actually don't really go there much. The bad, the bad traits of a seven is that they're really afraid of like dark emotions. And I'm really not. I feel like
1: you've gotten really good at not being afraid of dark emotions. So
0: I am not afraid of others. I'm happy to sit with people in their darkness. I Mm -hmm. get mad at my own. Right. I'm irritated that they're there and I just want them to go away slash I'll just eat them.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I like eating them. Okay. Here's some Enneagram seven characteristics. You're always on the go. Mm Mm-hmm. You have a wide range of interests. Yes. (laughs) So freaking true. (laughs) Childlike enthusiasm and energy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Many ongoing professional and creative projects. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Upbeat and optimistic, glass half full outlook. Yes. Well liked and popular among peers. Okay. Okay, I'll take it. Curious, sparkling eyes. I told you you were attractive yesterday and you did not believe me. No, yesterday I was not attractive. You were wearing a bike helmet and pink. It was cute. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I have two cold sores. I'm like, so what's wrong with that? I don't you? see your cold sores today. They're fine. They're healing now. Yeah. Oh, they're the bane of my okay, existence. Okay, so yeah. Disintegration, you go to one integration you go to five. Oh, five. see that's interesting I don't know this is a really good account I'm gonna follow it for you
0: I thought it was um you're just gonna keep learning about me yeah and tell me about me I love when you when you tell me about me how much of a narcissist <laughs> does that make me sound like oh. I love when you reflect to me that uh you're like yeah Sarah because you're not in a good stage of your cycle that's why you can't handle this mm-hmm. right now I thought it was disintegrate to a four not to a five that's really interesting I don't know if I understand
1: that no That doesn't work with the triads. No, that's okay. Let's talk about you. I'm a type two, but I'm a healed people people pleaser.
0: So do you think if you were to take it without knowing anything about it, do you ever get a different
1: score? I should try and take it again and see. Because I feel like you might get a three wing two. Mm -hmm. It's possible that I might be a three wing two. So the three is the achiever and the two is the helper. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I've never really read a lot about a three. A three is Okay, Brandon. here we go. Things I love about myself as a type three. I help other people see their own potential. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> I strive to consistently be better at things. Pe- yes, you have a million self-help books. <laughs> uh, I'm skilled at prioritizing... I think you are, you yeah. know how to prioritize yourself, Myself. you know how to prioritize your kids and <laughs> yeah. you know how to put your husband less. I'm just kidding. My adaptability, sorry, that, Gary. sorry Gary, you're at the bottom. Uh, my adaptability and optimistic attitude, sure. I'm learning how to listen to my body's needs. Why is this so accurate? I feel like we are like having a, a um. I might be a, realization. a three.
0: I think you might be a three wing too. Oh my gosh. Which means you are my husband.
1: Yeah, I mean, which I am. Yeah. What are the negative traits of a three, though? Um. Well, that they are really
0: focused on achieving. So their that success... I've like workaholic lately. Their success is everything. The way they appear is super important. How they appear to others. Like money, wealth, striving, career, appearance. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think I'm... Maybe I'm like a 50-50. Can I be a, just a 50-50?
0: Yeah, like if you took it again and... Go, I mean, you'll, you'll always tend... Some people get like a 98% and a 97 on one and the other.
1: Type three in the morning. Answers a few emails before they get out of bed. Mentally sets their goals for the day. Watches their role model's YouTube channel while they get ready. That's possible. I don't answer emails, but I go on Instagram.
0: And I feel like and you I would watch I know watch, what post um, I
1: would do, and I would watch something on Instagram. Yeah, you would watch I something. While I get ready.
0: And you've talked about this before, where you would watch something good. Like yeah. you would, someone who is going to do like a makeup tutorial yes. or something that you knew would take more time. You would I'm watch constantly
1: it. trying to find the right morning podcast. I want mm. a podcast I can listen to for five to seven minutes in the morning, just as like a motivational one. I listen to Rob Dial, the mindset mentor. He's good, but he's a single dude mm, yeah. and I'm tired of listening to him. I, I need you. to make one. Like we need to make a morning podcast That's for me to five to, to seven minutes. I love that idea. Yes, write that down. Um, it's the same way. I've been trying to find a book. I want to find a book about a mom who's mediocre, who makes choices for herself in her life and then goes on like a big trip. Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna do it, and then I'm gonna write about it while I do it, and then I'm gonna write the book that I want to read.
0: There you go. Um, I feel like we, I, the very first blog I ever wrote in my life was about stop taking advice from single mm-hmm. men. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, cause I, yeah. this they, they just don't have. It's the just not applicable. It's no. just
1: not. I mean, it's great advice, but it's coming from a different place. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what it's like mm-hmm. to have children. No. It's different. And to spread your priorities that way. Yeah. To, yeah.
0: to live with the challenge. You said this on the podcast we just did, that you are really good and it's getting easier for you. I just pulled out my American, or I mean West at West End. Oh, and. Um, I'm going to the Stompede. And. And, <laughs> and later. Um, that mom guilt is something that you have to actively shove down every day. Mm-hmm um because it just does not need to exist or be there but Multiple it is a, times
1: a day it's a practice yeah i mean i have to go out for dinner tonight and i can feel the mom guilt sitting in my throat oh yeah it's gross but i'll do it mhm yeah cuz the kids will be upset uh no it, maybe it's mom and wife guilt mm. i feel like ryan's going to be like seriously mm-hmm. you had a me day yesterday and you're going out for dinner tonight mm-hmm. but i am yeah <laughs> i'm going to um, we're
0: teaching a prenatal class on Saturday and my husband's taking the kids at three PM on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be
1: so good. I'm a Friday night to myself. I haven't even planned it yet. You vehicle you're, you're making me meringues, aren't you isn't that what you're saying? Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, maple walnuts, meringues. Or lime. You don't have to bake. Don't don't spend your time making me anything on Friday night. Yeah, uh, you can eat your cheese and your I macarons. will eat my cheese. I'll eat that brie for days. It's gonna last forever. It was so much. I already ate half of my wheel. Oh, nice. How long is this? Did we do well? This spontaneous spontaneous podcast. Oh, we're twenty six minutes. That's, that's that's a commute. That's long enough. Yeah. yeah. It's just a little a little shorty short. Let's go outside and eat mini eggs. Let's tell them what's coming up. Let's get them hyped. Who are we interviewing? Oh yeah,
0: we are interviewing Sarah Dunbar, who Mm -hmm. is an osteopath for City Osteopaths. She is an amazing woman um, and a very intuitive wizard Mm -hmm. slash witch.
1: Wizard is the only way to describe it. Really is like
0: what do osteos do? Nobody even know. They just read you. Yes. So you lay on the table, and she's like, "Your liver is a little bit high today." (laughs) And have you been feeling some acid reflux? And I'm like, why, yes, I have. And then she shifts it, and then you're healed. And then she's like, so tell me about your birth. And (laughs) I'm like, sorry, what now? (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, the reason, one of the biggest reasons we want to talk to her, though, is because we are seeing so many lip tie, tongue ties. There hasn't been a baby that hasn't had a lip tie and a tongue tie. Insanity. Yeah. So... And we have only really learned this in the last um, year, I want to say, that there is immense amounts of body work that needs to be mm-hmm. done in conjunction with getting the phrenectomy, the revision of the ties. So we want to talk to her all about that. Yeah. We also are talking to Lindsay Martins. Lindsay Martins. And she's our naturopath. And our she, cycle wizard. She's the one who got us like all on board with... Yeah. Um, Making sure we're tracking our cycles and
1: living our lives in tune with our hormones. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to talk more about human design or more about cycles. We're just going to wing it. Also, it's her birthday tomorrow. I mean, this is coming out on Monday, so you guys can't say that. But happy birthday, Lindsay. I don't even know if she listens. Happy belated. I know that she does not like listening to herself when she's on a podcast, which I love listening to our podcast, and I wish that you would listen to our podcast. I know because I Because it's really funny. <laughs> I should, but my husband does, so then he kind of yes. tells me about things. And then we're also interviewing a client named Brie, who has, like, the best birth stories, has had, like, an awesome just journey into birth and motherhood. And she's, and just, a she's a just a boss of a woman. She's just a boss of a woman. Like... She is incredible and can't wait to see her because I haven't seen her for probably, actually that's a lie. I saw her at Christmas because I drove by her house because she lived near that crazy oh, yeah, light Christmas light thing. So I did. I drove by her house and yelled out and she was there. Uh, but since then, I haven't, I haven't seen her in person and hung out in a while and she's coming in person to do it because yes. she can and we can stay six feet apart when we record a podcast. I... Had her in my mom and baby um, group when
0: we were in person before COVID. And I remember her talking one day and I was just like, how did you get to be this human? Yeah. Like, you were just
1: a unicorn of a human. Yeah. I love it. One of my favorite people to connect with. Yeah. She's great. So that's what's coming up. If you guys have anybody that you want us to interview, anybody who we may not even know about that we could have on the podcast, please let us know. Um, or any topics that you want us to cover that we can think of in advance and not just wing like this. True enough. (laughs) True enough. (laughs) Thanks for putting up with us. Bye. Stop (laughs) the bye. We would just love it if you would take the time to leave us a five-star rating, a review, if you'd subscribe to our show You can screenshot it while you're listening to us and even share it on the gram. Remember, you are important too. Disclaimer, we are not medical professionals.
0: Everything said here is our own opinion and not to be taken as medical advice. We do not take any responsibility from the outcomes of you taking our advice. Please seek medical advice from your trusted healthcare professionals.